Welcome to Let's Admit It, a college admissions podcast hosted by the Boise Bible College Admissions Department. Here, we aim to answer the spoken and unspoken questions of high school students and parents who are looking to learn more about a Christian college experience. You can learn more about Boise Bible College at www.boisebible.edu. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome back to this the Let's Admit It podcast. My name is Michael Gritton. I am and have been your host throughout the last mm, eight, nine months, give or take. Um, welcome back. Glad to have you here. Um, if this is your first time, uh, we are going through our summer series, which is going kind of hand in hand with the Boise Bible College blog posts covering the exact same material that we're covering in this podcast. So if you're interested, I would encourage you to boogie on over to our website, www.boisebible.edu, to check out the blog and all the good stuff that's happening there. Now, um, today we're going to be going over um, another subject. Um, I have noticed in my, um, I've mentioned this before, but I've noticed in my uh, re-listening to the the podcasts as we're getting ready to post them and whatnot, that I have a, uh, a habit of opening these conversations by saying something along the lines of, I'm really excited to talk about this subject, um, which is true. So I'm going to say it again, and hopefully you can forgive me for being super repetitious. Um, but today, what we're talking about is... Um, leadership development and at Boise Bible College and how the college handles that. Um, we, we consider ourselves a college that trains um, the future leader, uh, leaders of the church. Um, and so obviously that is um, leaders of the church. That is a micro statement and a macro statement. So um, the way that we usually, or something, one of the ways that is usually used to describe that is leaders of the big C church and the little C church. So body of Christ church, and then the local body of Christ church. So that's that's kind of how we view ourselves. Now, how do we do that? Um, I can speak to my specific example, but there is um, there are two, there are two ways that come to mind of how Boise Bible College handles, the development of its leaders. So number one, there is, and I've mentioned these before, there are student-led committees. Um, so those those range in scope and in purpose from the sports committee, which is really self-explanatory, to the worship committee, to the um, the global outreach committee. Um, so there's really, there's a lot of different on-campus student-led committees. And that's one of the first ways that um, leadership is available here at the college. Um, and it's also one of the ways that um, leadership development is available. See, the leaders of these committees generally work with the department heads that kind of coincide with them. Now, to be completely transparent, there isn't a department head for the sports committee, um, but there is a sports, there is a leadership, uh, there's a department head, rather, um, of some of the other committees, and there's some mentorship there. 
Um, which leads me into the second thing that Boise Bible College does. Um, I might have mentioned a minute ago that there are two examples. Just in you know the last 30 seconds, I have my brain has popped up with a couple more. So just kind of nix the the two examples thing. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this a little bit. So the second thing that Boise Bible College does in order to um, help in the development process of leadership in our students is really just the the relationship that you have with your professors. Um, this is something that I can speak to personally. Um, I know that for me, it was a lot of one-on-one conversations with um, with a couple of the profs here. Um, there was there was discipleship that happened um, in that process, and there was also just a lot of life conversations. Um, I think. I think there's a little bit of a habit that we have as a society that um, leadership growth happens at like conferences and summits and in like really snippy one-liners that you can put like on a motivational um, poster. Motivational poster, that's that's what memes used to be called is motivational posters. Um, but you know, like the, like a, like a shot of a person, like a picture, um, superimposed with a quote that they have. And it's just really, it's really referenceable, um, things like that. And while that is true, you know, there are, there is some truth to that, that leadership does, leadership growth does happen in those contexts. I think, I think a lot of leadership growth is watching and learning from the day-to-day stuff of an individual that you respect. Um, Give a perfect example of that. Um, uh, Our preaching prof um, was sort of a a personal mentor of mine. I learned a lot from the guy in class, uh, but I learned more from him in the times where I would go over and watch football with him and his family. He's a huge Ohio State fan. I'd go over, watch college football with him and his family, and just watch him interact with his family. and so that's that's one of the I would say, if I if I had to call out one specific thing that the college does really really well for the sake of leadership uh, growth, it's in making the professors available on a day to day life basis of the students rather than just as classroom resources, which is important, but also there's so much more here. Um, moving on. Um, a third thing that is that the boys, that Boys Bible College does for the sake of um, developing the leadership traits and qualities in our students um, is our internship program. Um, so a lot of places, a lot of colleges have internships. It's a very common requirement. It's really what it is is an opportunity for um, for you to take what you've learned in the classroom and put it into practice. It's so it's it's field experience. Um, so like I said, that is that is the case in uh, a lot of different professions. I'm sure there are some that it's not a part of it, um, but in a lot of in a lot of college. Uh, courses, a lot of college degree programs, there is a requirement that you have an internship um, so that you can prove that what you've learned into the learned in the in the classroom is something that you can put into practice. Um, and also, I will say further that in quite a bit of those uh, college degree programs, the internship process is um, quite um, simplistic. 
Um, and I don't mean that necessarily in a bad way. Um, so what it would look like, for example, is you would sit down with your faculty supervisor, person who's in charge of helping you get through till the end of your degree, um, and they will say, hey, I need you to get, uh, let's say, two hours of internship credits this summer. Here's what that's going to look like. Here's a checklist of things that you need to get done in order to complete that. Get that done and I'll give you a credit for it. Um, here at Boise Bible College, things work a little bit different. Um, so a, a vast majority of our degrees um, are church work oriented. Um, and so there's, you know, there's an example of like uh, Christian education where you could potentially work that into a um, an internship at like a school, whether it's a grade school or a high school. Um, but be, besides that, majority of them are going to be internships based in a church. Um, and so as a part of that process, you are assigned a field mentor, someone who is going to be walking alongside you in the internship process, someone who is not a part of the school, but who will eventually end up filling out a couple of reports for the school to kind of gauge where you're at in your development and what areas you need to grow in. Um, and so for me, the internships that I did, <coughs> excuse me, um, the lead pastor was my my field mentor, and um, he and I would meet every week on Monday, so after after Sunday, after youth group, um, and we would talk about the previous week's um, ministry exploits. Um, he took me through a book um, on ministry growth. Um, I will be completely transparent. I don't remember much about that book. I remember there were a few good lines, um, but I also remember that I... I have a bad habit of reading late at night um, and it doesn't stick in my head. So I don't remember a lot of the, the words in that book, but I do remember a lot of the things that he told me. Um, and those things have kind of formulated the way that I approach um, preaching specifically, but ministry in general. Um, the principles that he taught me um, really guided the way that I grew as a small group leader, as a church leader, things like that. Um, and so the internship process here at Boise Bible College um, is integral in a lot of ways to the education, but also specifically to this conversation, the, the growth of leadership in our students. Um, and so those are, those are three specific things that the college does uh, to, to help you grow as a Christian leader. Um, but I will, I will pause and say, um, one thing, and that is that, um, if you look throughout scripture, um, the, the leaders, you know, if, if I asked you to tell me who some of the, the best leaders in scripture are, many of you, I think would say Moses, you know, let's, let's, let's cut Jesus out of the conversation for just a moment. Weird thing to say on a Bible podcast, but let's just, let's put Jesus off to the side in this specific conversation, um, because I want to talk about human, only human leaders, um, you know, that are, that, you know, fall to sin and whatnot. Um, so not the perfect son of God. Um, but let's just talk about the human characters in, in the Bible, who were really, really good leaders. Um, I think some of you would say Moses. 
I mean, he helped move the entire nation of Israel out of Egypt and got them through 40 years of wandering around in the desert so they could go into the promised land. I think some of you might say Paul, a guy who established churches here, there, and everywhere. Um, I mean, the, the entire book of Acts is basically just about Paul and his journeys and whatnot. Guy wrote a lot of our New Testament, um, so he would be obviously in the running. Um, I think some of you might also say, like, maybe one of the judges in the Old Testament, you know, someone who helps guide the nation of Israel and whatnot. Um, I think, but I think regardless of who you say, I think there's a quality about each of them that is consistent, and it's the fact that they are all aware of their desperate need for other people too. Um, no one in scripture led alone. Um, Moses had Aaron. Paul had Timothy. Judges, I don't have a specific example for them, but you see my point. And so if I can give just one encouragement as you are preparing to move forward towards Boise Bible College, toward another college, towards somewhere else in your life, understand this, that with Christian leadership, as with the rest of life, um, doing it on your own doesn't work. We need people. We need people. Um, So I would just give you that encouragement as you're, as you're prepping for whatever is the next step in your life. So, um, as we are, as we're closing up the rest of our time, we do have one of our weekly questions. Um, this one's pretty simple. It's, do I have to live on campus? Um, this is kind of a multi-layered cake of a question. Um, so, um, a few things. Number one, um, to answer the question succinctly, uh, no, but kinda, um, So the way that it works is that we strongly, strongly encourage freshman students to live on campus. Um, Those would be traditional freshman students. Obviously, you can look back on previous podcasts where I talk about age restrictions of living on campus, that sort of thing. But in general, we encourage you as a freshman student, incoming, excuse me, um, incoming freshman student to to live on campus for for your first year. Um, And what that'll do is a it will give you the, um, the 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 college experience which I have talked about at length um, living on campus, um, but but also it gives you an opportunity to be really really close to the to the school, um, mitigates a lot of stress of traveling to and from from the college and whatnot, um, but but really our 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 heart behind it is. Um, there is so much a part of the the growth that happens here that um, more or less relies on being present. Um, and so the best way to do that is to live on campus. Now, if you are a Boise native, um, you can you know talk to the the student dean about that. Um, and, and i've I've seen people get that waived. Um, but but yeah, after freshman year, whether or not you live on campus is really up to you. Um, a lot of people in my class, uh, my graduating class, ended up uh, moving off campus and moving into a, an apartment with some friends. And I know that worked out really well for them for a lot of reasons. Um, but no, do you, do you have to live on campus? The short answer is no. Um, but we do encourage it because it, it lends itself so well towards the, towards the mission of the college and towards your growth as both a person getting life experience and as a minister. So that is the the long answer to a short question.
So that is all the time that we have for this episode. So as always, thank you so much for, for joining us. I look forward to, to hearing from you next week. Um, God bless. Have a great week. Bye.